Hi there. Welcome to Take the Stage, the podcast for speakers on the speaking life. We're going to dive into what it means to run a speaker business, how to get booked, how to keep your records, how to create messages that matter and make a difference. I'm Mary Snyder. I'm your host. I'm so excited you're here, and I'm here to help you take the stage. Welcome to the show, Jenny Randall. I am so thrilled to have you. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to get time with you, Mary. (laughs) I know this has been on my to-do list. You have been on the list and then life interrupts, you know, that whole life thing. And so I'm so excited when I finally reached out, I'm just going to tell y'all something. I have Jenny's phone number. I'm not giving it to you. Don't ask me for it. (laughs) And I would think of her, it was either at like 1130 at night, which is 1230 where she is. Girl, I'm up. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Now (laughs) I know that I'm just going to start texting you at midnight. No, I'm not y'all. I'm not. So I finally text her at an appropriate time. And I may have messaged you. I don't remember. But here we are. Here we are. We have told a little bit about your story, just your bio, just to pique the interest. But I want to hear the Jenny Randall story. Yeah. So take us back to when you knew God was calling you and what you did about it. Yeah. So, well, I ignored it (laughs) for 10 solid years. No. Okay. So I fell in love with media in third grade. So we're going way back, Mary. We are going back. Wow. We're going way back. You know, this is a short show, right, Jenny? It's a short show. Is it? <laughs> I'll fast forward a lot of it, I promise. But I think when you notice the marker moments in your timeline, you can be like, that's the stuff that sustains you when you want to give up, right? Right. Third grade, fell in love with media. Uh, we made a film. I use that term loosely <laughs> for my teacher. And she was like laughing when it was funny and crying. Like it was impactful. And I was like remembering as a third grader being like, whatever's happening here, like I want to do that. So I went on this journey of figuring out what that was. I studied television in college, which is such a fun major. And then 60 of us graduated and we moved out to Hollywood and we tried to get these jobs in the entertainment industry. And I always wanted to be a video editor. So I landed working with some of the big studios on the behind the scenes DVDs of like how films are made. So I got to work on like Kung Fu Panda, X-Men, all these really great blockbuster films. Wow. It was the highlight of my career. And then it went downhill from there. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Wait, I have a question. Cause right now I know my audience is thinking all 60 y'all, did y'all like rent a bus and go like all y'all went all, every one of you. <laughs> we caravaned, we carpooled some of our guy friends. They were like, you can work for Nickelodeon if you get down here in two days. So they just like busted through. Cause we were in New York, Oh, upstate New York. So it was a trip to get down here. That's for sure. That's incredible. Okay. Yeah. So it it didn't feel lonely. No. Because you're moving with all these other people. And I had three roommates and it was fantastic. It was an easy move in relation to other moves I've had. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I landed there and I was working. It was like the highlight of my career. And I remember feeling this calling from God, you should speak. And I... (laughs) And at that time, I was also doing media ministry on the side. I was invested in my local church. It was a mega church, Mm -hmm. if we use that term. And um, I I was helping with the video departments and really hands-on in that. And I remember telling a friend, I feel called to speaking. And the simplest question was, why would you do that? But for years, I twisted that question to, why would you do that? You're so insignificant. Who do you think you are to do that? Like I put so much more into that simple question. It paralyzed me for a decade. It paralyzed me. 
Wow. Okay. I want to sit on this, sit here for a minute, because I know this is a question a lot of the listeners have. I know it's one that I had. Who are you? And I'll be honest, it still pops up. Mm -hmm. I know how to push it back better now, but where do you think that came from? I mean, the enemy, right? Like there's good and bad. Of course. But from a practical standpoint, it came from my lack of understanding of what it even looked like. Yes. Like, how do I do that? What does that even mean? I mean, I would see other women up on a Sunday preaching or on TV, and I would have this thought, I can do that. And not in this like arrogant kind of way, but like, I relate to that. I feel called to that. Sure. And it was just this handful of moments. And then finally I had this like, come to Jesus breakdown moment where I really felt in my spirit, the Holy Spirit was like, the question isn't, who are you? The question is, who am I? Oh, and that shifted. I mean, I was, you know, you have those moments in your hot, sloppy mess. I was crying my face off and I had to be like, God, I'm so sorry. I was making this calling all about me. And it's really nothing. It has nothing to do with me. Absolutely. And I began thinking like, do I trust God is who he says he is? Do I trust that the things he's inviting me to do is so I can glorify him and hopefully impact others, right? Do I trust him that he has the resources to equip and empower me. So I really flipped the switch for me where I began realizing, oh, this really has nothing to do with me other than I get to respond to something he's inviting me to be a part of. That is so huge. Yeah, I just want to go back to it. It had nothing to do with you. Mm -hmm. I think as speakers, we get caught up in that because you are on a platform. You are in front of the room. The spotlight is on you. Yeah. It can be a slippery slope if you turn that around and it becomes about you. But remember, every time you step up there, you are stepping up there because he has given you the message. He has provided the opportunity. Okay, so here we are. You're a mess. You're doing the job you love, but you're being called out of it. So where do we go from here? Yeah. So I helped my friends uh, launch a church like two hours from where I was living and I was getting more involved in ministry and freelancing and all the things. And then I started speaking at church conferences. It was some of these national conferences, just equipping small churches with media and really helping them creatively. Mm. And then I did that for a few years and I got married, you know, the whole thing, married, had kids, landed back in New York. And I started taking this calling a little more seriously where I feel called as a career to do this full-time speaking and writing. And I waited and I waited for pastors to get the memo. I just sat by my (laughs) And then I realized maybe I should actually do something. (laughs) Wait, wait, stop. This is my favorite part of speaking is we get this calling from the Lord and then we sit down. Yeah. It's what I say, you know what? I know people that are called to be teachers. They are called by God to be teachers. They did not just sit down and sit by the phone. They went to school. Yeah, I know. They applied for jobs. (laughs) But speakers, we would just sit there and go, okay, I hear you, Jesus. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm going to sit right here. And you know, he's sitting there going, yeah, good Lord, get to work, woman. Yeah. Why didn't all these pastors just get the random memo that Jenny Randall in... (laughs) in New York, like is available. She's available (laughs) here. Her topics like, yeah, that's so funny. (laughs) I started uh, stepping up, putting the pedal to the metal. I actually joined Toastmasters. Do you know what that is? Oh, I love Toastmasters. They are an incredible organization. 
Yep. So that equipped me in my little community. It's a public speaking club. Yes. And I paid my dues and I would go and you have these challenges and you go through this course packet. And it was so foundational for me to get out of my head and just to get comfortable speaking in front of people. So that was super helpful. And I started going to speaker writer conferences and actually saying, I feel called into speaking. And there was, I went to She Speaks, which I know you're active with. I love She Speaks. So that was one of my first two. Yeah, it was phenomenal. And I went as a speaker, not a writer. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, the first day you go and you're like, they're like, who are you? And you're like, I'm Jenny. And then the second day you feel equipped, I'm Jenny and I'm a speaker. And then the third day it's like, (laughs) I'm Jenny and I'm a speaker. And I talk about creativity and the Holy Spirit. Like you begin. You become more confident in that. Yes, 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 yes. So that was equipping for me. But I remember there was one coach who was like, she looked at my, you have the speaker one sheet, which I know you talk Mm -hmm. about a lot, Mary. Yes. I had my one sheet and she was looking at it and she knew me just because she was coaching me and we got to chat. And she's like, there's literally nothing here about creativity on your one sheet because, you know, you see all the other ladies and like, I was stripping the one thing from me that was making me unique and stand out and like the biggest gift God has given me, which is creativity. Yes. And she was like, why would you take that off here? And it was something pivotal in me that I was like, well, I just want to, I don't just want to preach Jesus. And that doesn't (laughs) go along with it. And (laughs) she smacked some sense into me in the kindest way. And I kind of reworked the angle, if you will, and really began to find my voice. And that was the first major conference I spoke at was speaking on creativity. And then the Lord said, I want you to turn that speech into a book. Mm. And that was my first published work. So, oh, and we're going to link all of your resources here today. Now I want to give y'all a little behind the scenes. No, it's not behind the scenes because we're going to tell them in a minute, (laughs) but Jenny has a free resource for you. So it's going to be in the show notes. It'll be on the blog. If you are on my email list, it's going to be linked in there. It's just going to be in all the places. You just have to show up, (laughs) but it's going to be a free resource for y'all. I'm super excited about it. What I love, Jenny, is that you're hitting all the hot topics that we talk about in the group on the podcast because you've walked the walk. Yeah. I love that you try to be like everyone else because that it's so natural that we want to just be what looks like the right thing. Yeah. But it's not our thing. Yeah. And I love, okay. What year did you go to She Speaks? Do you remember? I don't remember my first year. Oh man. I th- it was a long time ago. It was either 2016. Okay. I want to say or 17. Okay. I don't remember if I was there those years. I've been probably five or six times Yeah. as a, you know, I've gone as coach for a season with them on the board. The first time I went, I was married. Second day, I was married to speaker, um, just like you. <laughs> By the time I left, yeah. I was telling everybody all the things. Awesome. And now you're teaching at it, right? And now I'm teaching. Yeah. Yes. Now it comes full circle. It was the one thing I found when I was first getting started, probably the first year they did it in 99 or 2000. Yeah. And I remember I couldn't afford to go because I was a stay-at-home mom and all the things and yada, yada. And I wanted so much because I had just started speaking, mm-hmm. wanted so much to go and to know that they have this online option. Well, it's just online only this year, but it's so affordable. Yeah. Yeah. It's so much more because you had to fly to South Carolina or North Carolina. If you were going to go the right place, <laughs> you went to South Carolina, you would be in the wrong place. Don't take yeah. any travel tips from me. Okay. So <laughs> fast forward, tell me 
Did you leave the media industry? So I completely, not completely. I transitioned from the entertainment industry and then I started doing my own thing. So freelancing, I was doing graphic design for book publishing. So I was designing book covers and then I moved into being an art director. I know it's quite a history. And then I started my own company. So doing digital marketing. And then now my husband and I both do digital marketing as well as ministry. So we kind of hold both of those babies in our hands. (laughs) Where do y'all live now? Now we're in Northern Florida, right outside of Jacksonville. Okay. Cause you kept saying New York and I thought, Lord, I thought she lived in Florida. Yes, I do. But I'm so glad I was right. Cause yeah. I was like, she's on the beach a lot to be in New York. <laughs> that would be some mystery New York. I don't know about. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, where's that at? Yeah. We moved here about three years ago. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And you have the podcast. Yes. I co-host a podcast with Candace Payne, who you also had on your show. Yes, I did. Yeah. And it's called shut the should up. It is my most favorite ever title of a podcast. (laughs) Literally said that in a clubhouse room. Somebody said something about should, should, should. I said, shut the should up. (laughs) And I mean, the girl laughed. I said, oh, y'all, that's the title of a podcast. And I told them about y'all. Oh, thank you. But they were like, oh, my God, that's the best. I was like, it's the best title. Did you come up with that? I wish. Candace did. I pitched her. I'm like, let's do a podcast. And she was like, only if we can call it this. And I was like, that's genius. So <laughs> it's beautiful. I can see her coming up with yeah. that. It's, with you guys together, y'all are so great. You're so creative. You're so fun. Thank you. It's a great show. So definitely that'll be in the show notes too. So let's talk about what you are doing for speakers and just creatives in general. I need to tell y'all before you answer, I did grill Jenny just a little bit before, <laughs> before we hit the record <laughs> button. Because y'all, she works with creatives just like you. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about how you, what you do for creatives. Yeah. So our ministry, we help ambitious creatives get unstuck and level up as they unapologetically live for Jesus. So we're developing practical courses like marketing and love it branding. Yeah. And we also focus on spiritual development. So like Mm. what the Bible says about people pleasing or who the Holy spirit is and what your response to him should look like things of that nature. So we're doing a lot of behind the scenes development right now, getting ready to launch. And I have a new resource coming out in October called dream come true. It's a new book and it's a practical, (laughs) that's a nice response. Thank you. I love that. Sounds so good. Dreams come, dream come true. Listen, that just I'm like, it just it sounds very ethereal. Yeah, I just always like to use the word ethereal whenever I can. Just kidding. I don't. I don't even know what it means. I'm literally like, yeah, it sounds whimsical. It sounds pretty, but <laughs> hopefully, I used it correctly. I feel good about it. It just feels like I don't know what it means. Never mind. Let's move on. <laughs> and this is where that goes off the rails when you podcast with a friend. <laughs> Okay. So tell us about the new book. Yeah. So it is a practical guide to pursue the adventures God has for you, whether mundane or like these big giant goals. I think we can over-spiritualize all the things. Mm. And a lot of times it just, (laughs) you have to show up. Like you said earlier, you just have to show up. So my hope is with this resource, it gives you a Christ-centered focus and what it Mm. looks like to show up and to just equip people to begin to step into their dreams. Okay. Well, I'm just going to put it on the books right now. You are coming back Ooh, girl, for book launch week or book launch month. Cause I know that's a long, that's a long runway <laughs> and we'll make sure you're on here. I want to do a whole show on just that topic. Okay. Thank you. That'll be fun. Because I think it's one that I spent a big part of my life going, God, what's my calling? What's my calling? 
when the calling is just the assignment you have for the day. Yes. And now at this place in my life, I get up every morning and I say, Jesus, what are we going to do today? Mm -hmm. Who are you going to place in front of me and how do I serve them? And y'all, I'm just going to tell you that starts right here in my house. Yeah. Come on. And that's the man that I'm married to. Mm -hmm. It was my children. They moved out. They don't get that. I just serve them as needed basis now. (laughs) But you know, when the kids were in the home, that's where the beginning of my ministry started was right where I'm sitting. Now it's right here. It's with the speakers that I lead. It's with the people that I coach. Those are the ones God's placed in front of me. So yes, you are coming back because we can do a whole show on that. That is a, I'm a wee bit passionate about that. Can you tell? I love it. Well, that's such a healthy mindset because we can be like, well, I'm called to the platform or I'm called to this. I'm called to speaking. And we miss the moments happening right in front of us. Absolutely. Absolutely. The greatest lesson, similar to what you were just saying that I landed on is that my purpose is to glorify God and to hopefully help others through the good work I do or whatever. But if we're missing those moments right in front of us, we're missing out on all God has. Amen. And that's where the beauty in the mundane, the beauty in the everyday, the ministry that happens at the grocery store when you're standing in line, Mm -hmm. there's so much because we're looking particularly for speakers. So this is a warning because I did this. It was always about what group was I going to be in front of? Yeah. Not what was happening in my home. I'm not saying I neglected my children, but I'm saying sometimes they were not the most important thing to me. I was too busy looking for the calling and I air quoted that. <laughs> and you are called to be a speaker. If you're listening to this, God is using this to equip you. Yeah. This is a part of your calling. But also, God has so much more for you than speaking four, six, eight, 24 times a year. Yeah. He has so much more for you than that. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about this resource you mentioned earlier. Okay. Yes. So, a lot of times, as creative speakers, authors, all the things, we can have things that are stifling our creativity, whether people pleasing, performance, stress fear of failure, all these different things. Mm. So I developed a quiz called what's killing your creativity. And it's not as tragic as it sounds because the (laughs) hope is (laughs) the hope is that you work through it honestly, and then it'll help give you language for whatever's stifling you. And then I'll give you some tips and tricks to overcome that. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Okay. We're going to have a link in all the places to that quiz. And the first one that's going to do that quiz is me, (laughs) me. I can't wait. It's at thecreativequiz.com. Oh, there you go. Creativequiz.com. Okay. That's easy. The, don't forget the, the, the creative quiz. Don't forget the, (laughs) the creativequiz.com. I can't wait to do that. The popular URL. I can imagine that was a popular URL. Yeah. I just randomly buy URLs as things hit my mind. I don't know if anybody else. Oh, it's so fun. (laughs) Yeah. What's the weirdest URL you have? I feel like this is high, high hitting news. Strip Church of Birmingham. You didn't think you, you weren't expecting that, were you? Okay. Um, I'm getting flushed. If you guys are listening and you have one that can beat that, you let us know, but that's a pretty good one. I was actually really felt the Lord was calling me into ministering in strip clubs mm-hmm. that season. It did not go the way I, I thought it was the Lord. That wasn't what he was calling me into, but, um, and it was right before I had a brain aneurysm. So, you know, I, I, oh my gosh, it's when I got sideways. Everybody knows about my brain aneurysm. I'm fine. I survived. This is indicated by me sitting here. Praise the Lord. 
Yeah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But I do have, you know, wire in my brain, but that's a story for another day. I really felt called into strip church ministry and there's a whole ministry around this. Mm-hmm. So I own strip church of Birmingham.com. <laughs> so that is my strangest. Wow. You go next. What's yours? <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, a long time ago, I got digital prayer. It's not strange. It was genius. And then I let it go. This was like maybe 10 years ago, maybe 15. I have regrets on that one. Yes, I can imagine you would. I, yeah, anytime I'm going to start, y'all, just so you know, anytime I'm going to start something, I will go and buy up all the domains. So I own domains for things that I never did anything with. Yeah. Like Retro Road Podcast, which was one of my first, don't even go look for it. It's not there. (laughs) I own all the retroroadpodcast.com.org. So all that stuff. So I love buying domains. They're just fun. So there you go. Have a few extra bucks and want to have a fun hobby. <laughs> <laughs> Tips and tricks. Tips and- I actually have my uh, name domain, which I know is uncommon now. Um, so that like, if you guys as speakers, if you can get your, get your name, name yes. like get your name. Absolutely. Your domain. I got mine and it's been a hundred years ago, maybe not quite a hundred, but it feels like it. And everybody was getting the really cute domains, like little steps of faith. Believe in him, God and girlfriends, yeah. the quiet place. But I just had no creativity and I got Mary R. Snyder. And the only reason I got the R is because somebody had Mary Snyder. Now, in retrospect, that was brilliant mm-hmm. because everybody wants their name. Yeah. So if you don't own your domain name, go right now and get it. You may have to use a middle initial, mm-hmm. particularly if your name is Sue Smith or something. <laughs> but it's very affordable to do. Yeah. Where would they go do that at Jenny? Oh, I get all my domains from Google domains. Okay. Cause I have a Gmail address. So I, I use that as a resource. I find them easy. Okay. okay. Perfect. What do you, where do you get yours from? I'm at GoDaddy. Okay. Yeah. I used to do that as well. I've been there since the dawn of time. So yeah. I mean like 20 years or more. Yeah. Has it been that long? Okay. I have one last question okay. for you. I want to know what Jenny, the speaker that began. So you're think about the very first couple of times you spoke. Uh-huh. What would you like to go back and tell her? How would you help her? Oh, girl, I would tell her to understand the authority I have because of Christ and to walk in that authority and mm-hmm. not that it's and not to shrink back and to just fully show up as he's equipped and empowered me to and be confident, have a confidence because of him, not because of who I am. And I would just, man, I would go a lot bolder in the way I communicated. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Okay. I said one question, but I did not tell the truth. I have one more. Okay. It's my podcast. I can do it any way I want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, girl. MaryRSnyder.com. Okay. MaryRSnyder.com. And also take the stage yes. podcast.com. See? Do they link to the same? So there you go. Cause you know, I got, I got all of them. That's genius. So does it's the same place. Yeah. It's just a redirect. So does my, the creative quiz.com also <laughs> just relinks to Jenny Randall. See, here's a tip. Like if you have free resources, get an easy thing to tell people and then just link it back to your site. Oh, that's brilliant. I got to go do that in a minute. Mary's going to buy all the URLs. So we're all out of luck. It's fine. <laughs> this is not going up for a little while until I finish buying URLs. Um, <laughs> but Okay. Last question. Uh, Truthfully, last question. Mm -hmm. You have, you're in the Tampa area. Isn't there a big arena down there? Oh, I'm in the Jacksonville area, but still, I don't know the answer to that. Okay. Well, (laughs) you're in an arena. So good about it. Not very helpful. (laughs) You're in a big arena. It seats thousands of people. You have 
the stage, the microphone, and just a few minutes? What is the one message you're delivering to all of these people who are there to listen to you? Wow. I'd be so sweaty and nervous, but I love this question. I would talk about how um, God is authoring the greatest love story ever known and that he is inviting us to be a part of that. He's equipping and empowering us to be a part of it. And we get to impact the world for him. That's such a good response. Jenny, it has been so fun. Absolutely. You're coming back when you get ready to do book launch. So put me on there. If she's not, y'all, if she's not on the show, you know, I didn't make the cut. So (laughs) (laughs) you made it. It's already booked. We already recorded it. You're so advanced. So with that. All right. Thank you so much for being here. You have been a treasure and a joy. Thanks for having me. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, you will find links in the show notes, and those can be found wherever you're listening to this or at takethestagepodcast.com. I'm Mary R. Snyder, and as always, I am here to help you craft a message that matters and take that message to the stage. Until next week, have a good one.